Today is December the 2nd. Today, we look at 1 Peter, a true epistle. Yesterday, I mentioned uh, that we struggle sometimes knowing quite how to classify these letters from the New Testament. Uh, the book of 1 Peter is a true epistle. It's not written, written to a single recipient, but rather to a group. In fact, in chapter 1, verse 1, Peter says, I'm writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Peter's purpose was that they pass this epistle between the churches so that all of them could read it. Now, as an epistle, he doesn't have a single purpose in writing. Rather, he's writing for the good of the group. The group happens to be Jewish Christians that are living among Gentiles. This is in keeping with what Peter does in Acts chapter 12 that Paul refers to in Galatians 2 verse 7. There he calls Peter the apostle to the circumcised, while Paul is the apostle to the uncircumcised. As Peter traveled around and ministered to Jewish communities found here in Asia, certainly in places like Babylon, and places like Egypt, um, Peter shares with them. Now, at the end of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 12, Peter says, My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that what you are experiencing is truly part of God's grace for you. Stand firm in this grace. So Peter's purpose is, one, to encourage. Now he does that in chapter 1 by calling uh, the, the, the Jewish Christians living in Asia to holy living, to a holy lifestyle. This extends all the way through chapter 2. In chapter 2, he then begins talking about the way that we live. We've talked before about the Paranesis, um, how Paul talked about uh, masters and slaves, husbands and wives, parents and children, the components of a Jewish household uh, or the components of any household. Uh, Peter adds to that citizens to their nation. So, Peter enters into definition about what citizens should do, what slaves and masters should do, husbands and wives, parents and children. And then finally, he comes down at the end of chapter 3 and into chapter 4, the issue of suffering. Um, the church was undergoing some form of persecution at this time. Peter's second purpose was to assure them that what they were experiencing was in God's plan. That apparently is a reference to their suffering. Don't take the suffering as an indication that God is displeased with you. 
Quite the contrary. The suffering that you're experiencing is God's grace to you. Stand firm in that grace. Now you can read chapters 3, 4, and 5 to see how it is that suffering can actually end up in God's grace. Peter's pretty clear in talking about that. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this weekend in the church of your choice.